0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger. With me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. And our guest this week is Mr. Rafai. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Uh, So... For those who may not be aware, do you want to just give a little bit of a rundown of where they might be able to find you and what you've done? Oh, sure. Um, I am a
1: podcaster, so you can check out my podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is an improvised fantasy podcast, sort of like uh if Cheers... Uh, if Cheers met Lord of the Rings or Always Sunny in Philadelphia met Adventure Time, I guess. Um You don't have to enjoy D&D or, or fantasy to hopefully enjoy this. And then I also do another improvised podcast called Hey Riddle Riddle, which is me and two friends trying to solve riddles and puzzles and lateral thinking problems. And we do improvised scenes along the way.
0: And I will just say it's abs- my—that's currently my absolute favorite podcast. Uh, oh, I look thank forward you. to it every week. Thank you so much. And it's my second favorite
2: because my favorite is still Hello from the Magic Tavern. So you, you there. I don't. I.
1: So I'm somehow upset with myself. I don't know. It's <laughs> con- conflicting. And, uh, and we're recording video, or we're uh, on Zoom right now. And just so you guys know. One of my contacts is like bothering me all of a sudden. So if it looks like I'm crying or furious, that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I'm super self conscious of like I must look crazy as my eyes we'll
0: like try watering. to make you cry or angry, and then we won't know. The difference. <laughs> I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so uh, we don't. We usually jump right into the improv stuff, but since we've got you on as a guest, do you want to just give us a little idea of what sort of games you generally like to play? What you've been playing? This is, and this is video games? Yes, video games, yes. Um, I, what do I like to play?
1: Um, I've been playing, I restarted Breath of the Wild recently, cause I played a little bit of that, uh, took some time off, and now I'm back into it, and I need to kind of restart, cause I, I'm not someone yeah. who can just pick a game back up, I have to like, reimmerse myself and be like what's the storyline what am i yeah, what are I'm my same how, how many yeah. chickens do i need to find for this dude so i'm really really enjoying that and um i'm playing the last of us because mm-hmm. um some friends of mine have said that's very very good and the new one came out and i bought that so i want to make my way through the first one um uh, a lot of Switch. I was playing Animal Crossing: New Horizon for I dumped like 250 hours of my life into that. Yeah. When, wow. when, like when, the rest <laughs> of the world when yeah. quarantine first started, <laughs> and now I'm at the point where I'm like, I think I did all the things. <laughs> um, I got Slay the Spire on my phone. I've been really enjoying that. Oh, yeah, uh, there's that's a game. A really cool game. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Um, I played a game on Switch called Return to Oberdin. Which is we were f- literally just talking about. That oh before hell yeah! We
0: jumped on, yeah. We've been playing that too.
1: A very very cool. um Can I cuss on this podcast? Fuck yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Awesome <laughs> sort of uh, old like puzzle game. It's new, but the style is yeah. very old.
0: Oh, I love the graphical style of it, and just yeah, because Luke, the guy who did that, Lucas Pope, is the same guy who did Papers, Please. Oh yeah, I played uh, that. Yeah, which we uh, often take a lot of inspiration from in the game designs on this show. So. Yeah, he's sort of a master of just different odd mechanics, that guy. That's wonderful. And then the newest
1: thing is maybe around 7 p.m., 8 p.m. last night in the mail came my PS4 VR system. So I set up that and then I've probably already played 10 hours of uh, Beat Saber, (laughs) um, which is so
0: satisfying. I never thought a game could be so satisfying. It's It's fantastic. Yeah, we're both heavily into VR as well. So uh also inspires a lot of our interests <laughs> because um, everything's fun in VR, right? Mm-hmm, You've got the mm-hmm. tactile, the tactile motions and stuff.
1: And then, in terms of my contribution to video games, I was I'm the voice and the host of Espionage in Jackbox Party Pack Three, I believe,
2: three or four. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: another awesome one here. of our
2: favorite. Um,
1: Absolutely, those favorite party packs are amazing. I have uh, all <laughs> six packs
2: and <laughs>
1: <I've> played <laughs> the is, <numerous> times. <laughs> Quiplash is the perfect party game. It is. It's so good. Yeah.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, I think let's jump into some fun game designs. Uh, for those who haven't listened and for you, Adel, uh, Click Pitch is a game where we each take a random word from a random word generator and we will say them out loud. We'll put them together and we're just going to use that as a prompt to come up with a game design, whether it's funny, just interesting mechanics. Maybe it'll go absolutely nowhere and then we'll throw it away and we'll do it again. Perfect. Awesome. All right. I am I am
1: very familiar with things that go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All three right. Two three, click.
0: two, one, click. All right, I got theft. Messy. Book. Messy. Book is my word. Book. Messy theft book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some sort of game based in a library, perhaps?
1: Yeah. Just destroying
0: yeah. a library. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I think what happens is you have to... So the game probably takes place in a library. And let me... I don't know how this works, so if 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 you guys are like, Adol, shut up, let me know. No. Um, okay. so, so here's what the game is. You are in a giant library. It's like... Uh, it, it has... It's several, several floors... And hidden throughout are all kinds of books. To where the spine looks normal, but when you open them, there's some sort of effect or some sort of theme or whatever it might yeah, be. Portal. This classic the
0: like secret door opens behind. Yeah, the- and yeah. A, and a local chef. Had taken out like twenty books and accidentally like spilled pasta
1: primavera inside the book. So you have like hints, and you have to s- track down because they're all out of uh, the Dewey Decimal System is not at play here. No, and you have to open, you have to open up the books and try and track down which what one, which ones are stuffed with pasta, um, so that you can clean them and fine and take this guy to court.
0: Well, and I like the idea then that you, to, to sort of find your way to the next book and put them in order. It depends mm. on what ingredients from the past you yes, find in there. Yes, yes, so yes. if you've just got some tomatoes in there that are, you know, uncrushed, then perhaps this is early on in the process. <laughs>
2: <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yes. So some
0: broken bits of, of dry pasta, uh, that
2: sort of lead you in a trail because they sort of fell out of the book as the librarian was putting it mm. back. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You go into your like detective mode, like, batman style detective mode where you can detect you know pasta sauce
1: yeah and and you mentioned um sorry trev you mentioned uh leading the pasta ingredients leading a breadcrumb trail and that brings me to something that the game is based on which is italian hansel and gretel (laughs) (laughs) which are lesser appreciated (laughs) versions of the characters (laughs) um so you do have to that's sort of the that's the sort of storyline is that you are kids you're a brother and sister duo and you have to um, search for these books.
0: So, it all leads to the secret room where mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. evil witch and her pasta house mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, kidnaps you. And, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Are kids as into just eating a house full of pasta as well, they are candy? you
1: have to remember these are Italian kids. So, <laughs> German
0: kids love candy. Italian kids love pasta. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... I don't know. We've got it locked down. So are you playing, you playing the kids themselves or are you tracking down the kids and sort of understanding this story and unlocking this story as it goes?
1: That's a good question. Well, here's the thing. I think we're lacking a little bit in the theft department. So yes, true. So maybe, maybe you're one of the kids and the other one was stolen by the, by the pasta witch. Oh, yeah. And also hold on, guys. This is, this <laughs> is a little off track, but now pasta witch makes me think we should have more pasta sandwiches in the world. You never go. To a <laughs> yeah. When I when I go to a sit down restaurant, I either my entree either is a sandwich or it could be an entree of pasta, but I never see a pasta witch. Yeah. Why why aren't we seeing more pasta in between bread? Why aren't we it's seeing true. bread made like, of
0: pasta? Carbs on like, carbs is just not
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's well, not done often enough. If there was like a penne panini A a pen... Well, what can we call that? A A
0: penne panini would be a penini. (laughs) A penini? It just just sounds
1: like I'm mispronouncing it. Um, But that's also part of the game, is you're trying to... You have aspirations to be a chef yourself, and you are... So you're
0: discovering these Mm -hmm, recipes mm -hmm. and coming up with...
1: You are dead set on making making, uh, pasta witches, uh, which are pasta (laughs) sandwiches.
0: So you visit the pasta witch so that you can, like, learn her magic to make a pasta witch. Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: And yeah. uh, so, so do you just open up like a jaffle maker and in there is like a sandwich filled with like spaghetti bolognese and that sort of stuff, or are you talking more of an of an open face sandwich um <sighs> Very I <don't> important
1: think, <laughs> I don't think an open face sandwich would satisfy so i think I think it's the first one and i I forgot to mention these kids' names are rigatoni. And <laughs> spubetti,
0: sp- which is hard to say, spubetti <laughs> <laughs> sp- and rigatoni. Okay, I mean you get to choose who you play, mm-hmm. and then you fold mm-hmm. it's the other one who got captured. Exactly. Yeah. So you, there's
1: a
2: little bit of control in terms of uh, who, yeah, who you, who you're playing as. I'm just imagining how dark this library is as well. Like there's there's that that typical thing of as you reach a section, the lights come on, mm-hmm. and you know you've got the flickering. Sort of fluorescent oh, yeah. light, um, but then when you go into into one of the books, you know that has has the um, the secret portal. Then it's that that nice sort of like, like soft re- real, real lighting sort of thing that mm-hmm. that strings through the book. I'm mm-hmm.
0: just well, you just made me think of uh, a moment where you turn the lights on and it's just a spotlight on a horrifying scene of like books covered in pasta dripping off them, the sauce everywhere. It's like a you know murder scene. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I
1: like that there's different sort of, um, there's got to be different levels, right? So maybe the library is uh, sort of parsed in sections. So you have your horror section, you have,
2: you know, whatever else. So I like that because then there's a heavy theme to each one. Hmm. Yeah, I do like that. Um, I'm imagining what the non-fiction section is going to be like though, because it's, it's <laughs> just like cooking
0: books. <laughs> it's just all cooking books. It's a lot of cooking well, books gotta- and a lot of biographies. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take your, inspiration from the different books, right, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. your different recipes, your different pasta, which types, Mm -hmm. different types of pasta, different types of bread. Mm -hmm. I I wonder if there's other, like, red herring books along the way
2: that you can sort of just go into and go, oh, no, I shouldn't have gone into there because, you know, it's got nothing to do with our story. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't want herrings on my pasta.
2: (laughs) And that's the thing is sometimes you're like, oh, I
1: found one of the books with with the pasta ingredients. But then you're like, oh, this is, uh, this is you know, cucumber or something, and you're like, that's not, or coriander, and you're like, that doesn't go in the pasta I'm making. <laughs> so you find you find ingredients for other ethnic dishes, but but they're not specifically Italian. And yeah. those are the red herrings. Well, and
0: that's yeah. Uh, later on, we can add DLC, mm-hmm. so you can sort of explore the other, you know, different characters from different ethnicities, and we can go down and do some wanton soup or something and yeah and dlc in this game stands for duck
1: l'arange uh, uh chef, uh, <laughs> chef
0: so, yeah. so there's a
1: chef that's going to cook you duck l'arange and that's uh that's dlc yeah 4.99 mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah just cheap cheap for a meal like that <laughs>
1: and, right. and that's 4.99 so what is here's uh, i'm gonna claim i am very ignorant when it comes to this what is the money in australia called because 499 in US dollars is one thing what is what's Australian money it's Australian dollars um
0: and it's worth about what 63 cents yeah <laughs> at the moment of a US dollar okay uh but uh so, it varies. it's so, around 8
2: dollars maybe yeah there you go okay, <laughs> Eight bucks okay. okay. A... still reasonable 5 to 8 dollars yeah, that
1: range works for me yeah, yeah. and they're go. just called australia dollars
0: <sighs> yeah Australia. yeah we don't yeah, you, you it's guys don't like <laughs> No, it's just dollars. Okay. I'll pay you five Australian dollars <laughs> for this
2: can of coke. No, we just call them call them dollars. We're pretty much the same as the the US, except you know when we're talking about multiple cu- currencies, we'll actually say yeah. um, Australian dollars. What does your money
0: have on it? Uh, the Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, mostly the Queen. Yeah, well, the Queen's on the, all of it, and then yeah, we've got nice colorful notes like Canada. All plastic. All plastic, colorful notes. So. See,
1: that's the best because ours is all ours is very boring. Yeah, mm-hmm. all green, just mm-hmm. different shades of green, different shades of green,
0: and sizes, right? Yeah,
1: yep. these big-headed men. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do have a few of those on ours too. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll move on and let's click again.
2: Three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, click. Ooh, a chalk,
1: like that, like blackboard chalk. Early. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. The word is drum roll. No, it is location. So what? Uh, so location, and what are the other two? Early and chalk. Early chalk location.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm picturing like a school with like hand drawn chalk, um, like child's drawings on the ground. Mm-hmm.
0: School. School works. I was thinking like chalk outlines on bodies. So maybe you you play At a school. The ch- <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I could get Doc.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So, I love chalk location. You guys, you, you both bring up good points. Schools and crime scenes are both where we see a lot of chalk. Those are both yeah, locations. True. So, here's what I think in terms of what my contribution would be. Early mm. makes me think that what's happening is we are detectives in the Bronze Age. So, so we not okay. only have chalk outlines, we, we chalk is like our weapon, or we have some sort of, I don't <laughs> know, like big stuff. We have like a big rock we throw. Um, and we don't have a badge, we have like a leaf, and people are like, ooh, a leaf. Um, so, so everyone talks like we talk today, but it's, it's just a, it's a, it's almost like Assassin's uh, Creed or something. Yeah. It just, yep. it just yep. takes place in a different era. Um, and so you're trying to solve like ancient, um, ancient, ancient crimes. Ancient crimes.
0: Mm, yep. Okay. So we're talking, all right, Bronze Age. I'm trying to bring up my historical knowledge here. Uh, we're talking sort of Romans and
1: yeah. And, and honestly, let's go even earlier. So maybe this is like, this is like, um, Jesus era or even like cavemen.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, well, maybe it's, maybe there's a, we've got an arcing story going over across eras. Yeah. So what happens is the game starts and you're in
1: this beautiful garden and you're like, Oh, is this like, uh, where is this? Is this in, uh, in England somewhere or where does this like cherry blossoms in, in Japan? And then you realize it's the Garden of Eden and yep. you see two guys fighting and one of them kills the other and it's, it's, uh, Cain and Abel and you have to solve that crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> so you have to, you're obviously gathering the evidence uh-huh, uh-huh. in some way, presenting it to mm-hmm. presumably. God, yeah. At that point, judge and jury. Yep. And the shitty thing is you only get two, you only get two witnesses.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and they were each other. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: And most of the time they're on the stand. They're just like worried about covering up their genitals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hand them a leaf. And, and that's where modesty sort of starts. Yep. And then, and then, <laughs> and then you solve that. And then suddenly you're in a cave.
1: And you have these cave paintings or cave drawings, and that they tell a little story. There's little hints and little little uh, pieces of evidence in there, and you have to solve. You have to solve some crime relating to cavemen.
0: Yeah, it's very difficult because the concept of names hasn't been invented yet. So it's sort of just all pointing <laughs> sounds.
1: It's a lot of pointing where you just have to be like yeah. you, and they're like who, and you're like ah, oh, this is, and it, and that's part of it is like the game tests your patience. So each crime is meant to be solved within like 50 minutes. But the cavemen segment that goes on for like 90 hours is <laughs> just, just Long, yeah. and at some point like they get up to wander off and find food and you're like, we, we are conducting a murder investigation and they point to their stomach and they're like, Burr. um, so it's a lot of like herding. It's almost like herding cattle or sheep.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just it, it, yeah, exactly. The main the main thing is just getting enough people like the jury together mm-hmm. in the one spot mm-hmm. for long enough. Yeah, and it's probably it's probably who they're trying
1: to. to there uh, is a debate over who started fire, right. <laughs> and maybe it's a thing of like you know one guy had flint and he was banging that together, but then another dude
0: actually got hit by a lightning or something. Yeah, and so you know, and then someone was trying to make music by rubbing sticks, and then all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's a later civil case where it's like, well, that guy put my fire out. Yeah, I'm pissed. Yep. And you
1: mentioned somebody, you know, was trying to make music with sticks, and that is the the soundtrack for the game
2: is from Sticks, the band Sticks. Yep. <laughs> but yep. but for some reason they're for some reason covering Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> very-
2: <laughs> exactly exactly.
1: Yep. But it's all but it's all like old references. Yes. So Um, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, animal pelts, dirt on ground. (laughs) (laughs) What is that booming sound? We didn't start the fire. I mean, we did start the fire. We,
0: wait. (laughs) Grog over there
2: started the fire. (laughs) So, so I'm gathering that we're actually playing like God's detective. He's actually created us Mm -hmm. specifically for this one reason.
0: And it's, it's to go through. Who is the most detective like angel of his, you know, is it, I'm not good on my theology, but. Okay. Well, St. Peter
1: guards the gates, right? So he, he's like, he's like an accountant. Like he has a book with all the names, right? So he might be, he might be needing that information in terms of who he lets in or boots out of heaven. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) You can go visit him to get. Evidence, yeah. Be like, hey, is this person died yet? Yeah. We, you know, and if you can see when when they died, what they did at their last Mm moments, and if you play too long, I really I really enjoy the phrase
1: God's detective because if you play too long and you don't solve a case or you get the answer wrong, what happens is you're beamed up to heaven and God goes, leaf chalk. On my desk and you have to like take off your leaf and slam it down with a piece of chalk and you go I quit anyway I'm gonna do it my way and then you're partnered up with like a dog or something cuz all dogs go to heaven so then you have a dog and he helps kind of sniff out clues and then if you get it right then you get your leaf and your chalk back and (laughs) you're back Mm -hmm. on the Mm force you
0: reinstated yeah
2: now, when you say leaf and chalk, are they actually covering up some genitals or are you Kendall and you just got it on your, on your chest like a sheriff's patch? I think you have it on your chest. So I think you're dressed probably in modern clothes. Um, just so people fear. You need you.
1: to blend in. Well, no, here, I disagree. I think you need, I think people need to fear you. So if you have like sweatpants on and the, if you have like a, let's see, like a, a, a white dress shirt with a bow tie and then sweatpants on and Crocs. People are going to be <laughs> like, but you're in caveman times. Yeah, people are going to yeah. be like, whatever you say, like, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck with this guy. Clearly something's <laughs> wrong. Like, so I think you have to stand out so that people know you're from the future or people know you have some th- sort of authority. Cause if you blend in, you know, if you go back to caveman days, you're going to get conked on the head.
2: Yeah.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. They need to fear you. I think we should establish that as the official time traveler's uniform as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so, you know, to, to let people know. Mm-hmm.
1: And someone, <laughs> either Ben or Trev, you mentioned, um, getting kicked off the force which brings me to this is a sort of tertiary idea but i do think um you know uh after you beat the game there's a bonus game and what that is is that's uh, sort of star wars police and it's called the force and <laughs> and so you're a part of this squad of of uh jedi cops and they're you know trying to solve crimes and they have lightsabers and uh
0: get kicked off the force they take away Yeah well, their- we can sh- we can shift in that direction for sure perfect, that's perfect. like that i mean it might be a sequel at that point but uh yeah. Uh, do, do Jedi cops have the force or is just ir- irony that they get called the force?
1: Um they have the force but it can be taken away. So it's a privilege, not a right. Um and they're called uh, they're called Kedi or Jops. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not Jedi cops. They're either Kedi with a C or, or Jops.
0: I would I would definitely watch a show of Jedi cops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just mundane just going around like drunken disorderly you know, aliens <laughs> getting kicked out of the cantina. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am now just imagining how many different galaxies you could t- you could take this through and mm-hmm. so basically mm-hmm. you can play the same character in all these different these different worlds and the DLC is um, is endless. Yep. And it probably I feel like
1: because it's early early chalk location, probably the last case is like Jack the Ripper or something. We don't want to get too modern. So I think the cutoff's probably like 1900, because that would still be early. Um, but we, we wouldn't dip into the 90s, I don't think. Yeah, that's a different game.
0: That's a different game. <laughs> All right, I like it. <laughs> All right, let's click again. Three, is, two, is, one, this click.
1: Ca- is this how you guys do the podcast? Pretty yeah, much. <laughs> pretty much. A, just- a guest says a terrible idea and you support it?
0: <laughs> well, uh-huh. usually it's just the two of us. so We just support each other's terrible ideas and
1: Perfect. move forward. I have the word "scheme," arranged
0: highway,
1: arranged schemed highway.
0: This feels like one of those classic stories of like the little town where they're going to bulldoze it for the highway. Although they get, they're putting in a new highway, and you know, like cars or whatever, mm-hmm. all the all the traffic is going to be moved away from this town, and the economy is going to be ruined. Mm-hmm. And so, perhaps you're having to sabotage the highway scheme (laughs) guerrilla warfare style Mm -hmm. uh
1: yeah it turns into into a little bit of mad max yeah Mm. where you have to you're driving in in like these souped up weird uh dune buggy cars (laughs) and you have to um intimidate the highway construction teams to stop or to move construction
0: yeah I, i love the idea of a very Specific location has gone Mad Max, and the rest of the world is just current day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, these highway these highway <laughs> construction teams are just out there, and all of a sudden, bursts of flame and a guy strapped on with a guitar <laughs> 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 comes out of a dust storm.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Mad Max is an Australian documentary, is that right?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah it's is- just from the
2: future. It just got sent back through time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're getting
1: closer day by day mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it could also be I mean um, so it starts off as that and then we also know another highway is the highway to hell thank you ACDC also Australia, yep. also Australian, nope, so, Australian. Um, Australian. Yep. <laughs> so maybe eventually so, so you either win or succeed in, uh, in um, the, you know uh, diverting construction but then eventually you pass away and much like our last game there is an afterlife so you go to hell and you have to traverse the highway to hell And, um, you know, there's gas stations and all kinds of stuff that's just, like, bonkers, and you have to deal with that.
0: Yeah. Well, that could even be, like, a section. I'm picturing, you know, you've got these, you've got sort of set pieces where you're coming in having to, I don't know, scare up all the highway people. But if you get killed, then you have to traverse the highway to hell to try to make your way back and continue the game. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's sort of, it's almost a second chance mechanic. Mm -hmm.
2: But to me, the highway to hell is just bumper to bumper the whole way. Like so <laughs> traversing it is literally getting out of your car and just like uh parkouring over over the top of all the cars. <laughs> sorry, park... Yeah, Assassin's Creed So sorry, parkouring is what that's called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or parking or parking. It's just parking. <laughs> yeah. So I would I would buy that game. I do want to um just the word highway is really resonating with me. And because I just got my PSVR and I'm very into that experience, I do think there could be another game. There's a, there's an alternate title. If we, yep. t- if we take highway and divide that into two words, maybe we make a VR game where it's like you're at some, you're at some holiday dinner with family or something and you're bored and like you just hate everyone and there's tension and then you have to get high and that's the way you mm-hmm. deal with it. So it is like, um, <laughs> So maybe the visuals change. The more you get high, the more the sort of visuals change, or the tastier the food is, or the more bearable your uncle becomes. So maybe that's all, uh, an ult- uh, alternate way to
2: take the word highway. Yeah, uh, I like that. The, the, there is a big problem with that, though. Um, it'll be banned in Australia because it's got real drug use in it. <laughs>
0: that's Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's well, what we have our a government thing.
2: Weird... They well, it
0: depends. It depends. They don't like it if it's for positive effects. So, yeah. it- <laughs> is that for true? Sure. Yeah. 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 Chicago, I'm
1: in yeah. uh, Chicago, Illinois, and we, January 1st of this year, we just legalized recreational marijuana. Um, and it's very nice. It's very yeah.
0: It's very good. We're, we're pretty behind on that
2: one. Yeah. Um. There's a place in New South Wales called Tamworth where you can pretty much go and get a lot of weed, and it's not legal, but the cops don't do anything about it. <laughs> but that's what I it. do. I love. I love that it, you're just like. There's this city where you can go get drugs.
0: <laughs> where's where's. Is that what I lived in? I lived in Vancouver, Canada for a while, which was that city for Canada. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, but that would be. I mean, just uh, uh, if
1: if I were to make that comparable to the US, that would be like if I was like, "There's a city in Arizona where you can get drugs." (laughs) I'm just laughing because in the U.S., I mean, every city block has 20 drug dealers. So,
0: oh, I'm sure oh, you could find them here too. It's just the average person yeah. might not. And by you know, and yeah, by, yeah, 20 drug, drug dealers,
1: I mean a uh, white 20 year olds named Zach.
2: Who, <laughs> yeah, but when, when <laughs> I sell, talk about Timbers, it's terrible, literally yeah. the entire the entire place is um, pretty just much under a haze of smoke at all times. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like yeah. it's the it's almost the entire city population is. High 100% of the time That's fantastic
0: So I think with this VR game Yeah But uh, this might be a case Trevor of one of our Custom peripherals uh, <laughs> Where like it comes With a little bag of weed And you actually just Have to get high mm-hmm. And it'll measure Your sort of THC levels In your blood To make sure that you're complying And will change the game To just give you And the then change the, the visuals
2: of- As well as your Maybe you Well know, then it, it doesn't need some, to Something yourself as well Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just reacts in response to how high you are to give you you know to give you the right uh, the right high the Mm -hmm, right trip mm -hmm. through this game.
2: Absolutely, it's where you almost need those cameras inside the VR goggles so that they can see your eyes and how bloodshot they are, (laughs) so that they can actually they can actually make mention of it in the game. It's like, oh, you're right, your your eyes are really bloodshot. (laughs) And then that's where you become paranoid, and you might you have to stick with the game because if you pull
1: off the VR headset or, or you get scared, then you lose and you're like there's cameras well, watching my eyes yeah
0: and this is the perfect situation for someone to not know if they've taken off the vr or not and get really paranoid about that <laughs> am i still in the game <laughs> it's like oh fuck I, it- i'm
1: sitting in an applebee's i was never playing vr oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what is this what
0: is this penne panini this is delicious <laughs> <laughs> the game will get taken off the shelves the first time someone tries to pull their own skin off. <laughs> yeah,
2: it works three to one click <laughs> All right, let's
0: get going.
2: ooh I have the word fresh
0: impaired cockpit fresh
1: cockpit okay
0: this this is uh, this is a pilot who was playing our previous game. And didn't realize he was in <laughs> the cockpit. <laughs> so fresh cockpit
1: impaired. So maybe okay. So maybe we adjust impaired slightly to be in pairs. So fresh impairs. cockpit impaired. Yep. So maybe what this is is you are you play as Siamese twins who have to fly a plane. So there's been an emergency. The pilot the pilot passed out, and then you know the the, the somebody on this commercial flight says, "Is there a pilot?" And one of you is, and the other is not, <laughs> so the game is like you have to control the 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 twin that is a pilot while the other one yep. flounders and accidentally hits buttons, and you have to correct you have to sort of put out their fires
0: okay i could I could that's kind of cool, just they're hitting random buttons, this could be another v r game, I feel like mm-hmm. because you're able to then sort of push their arm away from. You know these self-destruct because planes have those right mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> just, just the, the really dangerous ones people don't know this every plane has a self-destruct button yeah i mean the movies have taught me anything and it's mostly the,
1: it's mostly if the plane gets caught if the plane gets captured and they you know they tie the plane to a chair and they're trying to get information out of it it can bite down on bite, that yeah bite, bite, down, on bite that down on that button mm-hmm. that cyanide button mm-hmm. yep <laughs> Yeah, and I like the idea that it, this is also possible to play as a two-player game. So you could play with someone, and and one person is actively trying to win, and the other is actively trying to <laughs> yeah, to the win. Goal is
0: to crush the plane. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to win yeah. their
1: way, which is to cause this. They're just an agent of chaos.
0: Uh, maybe it's a situation where if you're both playing in VR, you could have it that you both think you're the pilot, but you show them different labels per person. <laughs> That's fun. It's sort of this competitive almost thing where one person will do something that they think is right and then the other person, yeah, like that screws them up. Yeah.
1: It's. Did you ever play, what is that, Space Team?
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like uh, that
1: where it's like you have different information you have to kind of shout it out or do your thing and you're, it's a race against time. I like that a lot.
0: Well, oh, actually, that could work in that way too, where one maybe just one person's in the VR and the other people are on their phones, mm-hmm. and they're having to give the VR almost a bit of um, keep talking and, and nobody place. explodes. Yeah, uh, but everyone has yeah everyone has that that information themselves on which buttons to press. So <laughs> I could see that working well. The VR the VR just the VR player just has a huge cockpit in front of them with no labels on anything, mm-hmm. and they have to fly the plane based on everyone else <laughs> telling them what to do. <laughs>
1: I also like that there's some distractions. So maybe, so it's either commercial plane or maybe it's like some, you know, it's like a private jet and there's some, you know, big to do person on board, but there's stuff going on behind the scenes where you have to, you have to like serve the food and you have to make sure everyone's okay. And like, there's, there's different emergencies where like there's a a kid screaming and you have to go calm the kid and stuff. So I like that there's some, some sort of mundanity mixed in with the urgency of trying to, you know, fly and land the plane.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I wonder if you can—you have to tell the people on the phones to you, like delegate some jobs occasionally, or, mm-hmm. or you know, fly the plane for a bit. Here, yeah, you've got these three controls on your phone. Yep. You can, <laughs> yep. Because
2: keep us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really
1: like the mix of like adventure and something mundane, which is like, like I said, I'm currently playing Breath of the Wild, and you will you're in this enormous world that you know takes forever to get around. And you are fighting goblins and creatures and doing quests and entering shrines, and then every once in a while you come across a little fire, and you're like, "I'm going to spend twenty minutes cooking." And it's so satisfying <laughs> to just be like, "I don't know, let's try this this horn with this p- piece of
0: meat." Um, yeah, it's the same reason every Far Cry game has a fishing mini game for some oh, reason. Sometimes, sometimes you just want to you know you sit there break. and fish. And yeah, so this is
1: I- this is like that where it's even like you like maybe your spouse calls and you have to like. Calm them down, and they're just like, "When are you you coming home?" I don't know, Diane. Please, this is not the time. (laughs) And they're like, "Well, when will you know?" And it's like, "I just, I don't know."
0: How is your dialogue? The dialogue tree, Mm -hmm. and then sort of their little meter going up and down Mm -hmm. of how pissed they are. (laughs) 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 Keep it below the meter, and that's almost like papers, please, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you sort of got to match up the different things. You got different people coming through. Tell the people on the phone to call your wife. (laughs) <laughs> to call them to get them off the phone, it's like, yeah, oh, I've got. Is that? I think you got another call. Okay, I get and back to this. based,
1: yeah. okay, based on what we just said, and then based on you, you mentioned keep talking, nobody explodes. I think there should be a game where, and again, this is I'm totally derailing your podcast, so I, my apologies. <laughs> um, but but you knew I was an idiot bringing me on, so this is your fault. There should be a game that's one person has a high school yearbook, and there's you know 800 kids in it with their names. <laughs> And then, the, yeah. and then the other person is like at the high school reunion with like an earpiece. <laughs> yeah. And somebody comes man, up. Man in the chair. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody comes up and they're like, dude, Josh, I haven't seen you in forever. And you have to be like, I don't know who flip this is. The and then the other person is like, give me as many details as you can. And you're like, he's, uh, he's balding. He, he has, uh, he's dressed in athletic wear. And the other person has to flip through the yearbook. It's
0: almost like, guess who? And they have to suss out who it is. And you- I like that. Well, and you said you were playing uh, Return of the Overdin. It's a little bit like yeah. having to sort of suss identify out. everybody as well. Yeah, and and meanwhile, you keep saying like, "Hey, big guy, like it's
1: good to see you, champ." <laughs> You're using as many <laughs> as many names to placate him as possible, um, and that's a resource you've got a limited yeah. number. <laughs> yes, and if you ever say the same one twice, you lose. But I like that idea yep. of trying to suss out who because I have that all the time where I'll run into someone and I'll be like, Adel, hey. And I'm like, hey, you. And they're like, <laughs> hey, buddy, what have you been up to? And I'm like, where do I know friends? you from? Joking, I remember you.
0: Your name is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that. Well, you can even, you know, you can have situations where you've got your phone, you can snap a little picture and they Mm -hmm. they get it on Mm -hmm. their side and real communication going back and forth. And you might, uh, you might say like,
1: yes. And you might say like, what's your favorite memory of us? And they might share something a little vague and you have to kind of glean what the meaning is.
0: Yeah. Then they're going back through the yearbook pictures. It's like, oh, right. Who was on the chess club with me, uh, in this year? Yeah. Mm hmm. Check out the pictures. I oh, okay, I'm cool. wondering if at the
2: same time there's like some people in there that have literally snuck into the reunion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, not in, they're not in the yearbook, and so you've got to be able to pick out who who are the um yes who are the gatecrashers. Well, there's a real challenge with spouses too. You're
0: gonna get into real trouble.
1: Yeah, and there might be people who are trying to mislead you, and then they're like, "Busted! You don't remember me, do you?" And that's always <laughs> that's always fun when people do that. And the game is called Better Extrapolate Than Never. <laughs> trademark we're making
2: this game
0: <laughs> love it love it all right uh, I,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if that's the title of the episode <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right my next word is groom
2: my next word is detached and i have the word six <sighs> six
0: detached okay. groom groom well the it's like a dating scene. This is like one of those dating scenes where you're trying to choose who to, who your groom is mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, for some reason, I've just got into my head like a Franken-groom. So, it's basically a groom <laughs> oh. that's being put together from all these different- Ooh. Different oh.
0: Different parts. Okay. So, it is still a dating game like that, but the point is you're trying to make the perfect groom oh, I- out of the <laughs> other, <laughs> other six. I love this. <laughs> I love this. So, yeah, there
1: you're a- you have you operate some sort of service where people come to you and they're like, "I've struck out on online dating, I can't find anyone," and then you say, "Well, what are you looking for?" And they're like, "Well, yep. they have to be, you know, you know, well manicured." Yep. <laughs> okay, grab these arms. <laughs> yep. Under six two. You're like, all right, here's the
0: abdomen. <laughs> yeah. Blue blue eyes. You know. Yep. Dark hair. Yep. Okay. Uh, wings. <laughs> so you take
2: you take the top part of the torso from the angel mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> You just you know,
1: kill a pigeon and part and that is part of it part of it is you are testing this is new technology and you're kind of testing the limits so people may ask for well i want them to have a draft neck or i want them to have you know um spider eyes and it's up to you to, like, morally oh, – to sort of tread that moral uh, high beam of what do I give them and what do I not do? Because at some point, they may not even be – it may not even be a human or, like, a, a, um, a, 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 a soulful person, I guess.
2: <laughs> so, you're,
1: it's almost like By Island the- of Dr. Moreau. It's, and that's what it's called. It's called I- Island of Dr. Moral. So, you have to morally <laughs> – you have to morally <laughs> choose, choose where your limits are. Yeah, where someone's yeah. like, I want them to have a shark dick. And you're like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this seems dubious. Like, I don't know if
0: that's... <laughs> do sharks even have dicks? Yeah. Like, is that, that You know, you have to yes. do I have to fashion one out of shark. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> like,
1: well, what, what will their kids be... Is, will that be like a life worth living? So you just have to like really take into consideration... And then you get, you know, as the years go by, you, you either rack up points or lose points based on
0: your choices. And based on how many people have uh, said that you're committing crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where are you sourcing these body parts from, though? So well, I think that's the main gameplay loop. Yeah. Right? You get your sort of get your recipe or as such. You get your description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe it's sort of a an open world kind of situation, right? You're going around and you're having to look go down the streets and find these people or to the zoo perhaps uh yeah you are you have um an inn with both the
1: zoo mortician and and uh uh, and the local morgue local morgue and then and then you also have a 3d printer so in a a pinch (laughs) in a pinch you can make it happen
2: now is this a, a a futuristic 3d printer that can have like Human or or some other sort of DNA encoding sort of stuff that can print out.
0: Yes,
1: yes, of course. DNA coded. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah. It just costs a lot more that way.
1: Yeah, but there are drawbacks. So anytime you have to, so you're able to source from either the the zoo or the local morgue. But if you use the three D <laughs> printer, there's a one in five chance that the part you create is going to be haunted. <laughs> so that's also part of it. In the machine. Mm-hmm. So that's also like when you're desperate and you're like, well, I guess I have to, you know, I have to print out a bee stinger for this person. Then there's a one in five chance that it's haunted. And that would have, have devastating uh, yeah. effects for whoever marries them.
0: Sometimes though, they might ask, for someone with a haunted right hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so then you sort of you have to play those odds. Yep, and print a bunch of them to to make sure you get it. Yep. I'm right.
2: almost getting a a um papers please esque sort of feel about this in the fact that you could you're sort of matching up against the descriptions. But I'm imagining that you can also get like that that one guy in in the game that comes along and tries to get in with like. A, a fake description, and it's like, hang on, no, you're you're really trying to make a, you're trying to make a serial killer, or you're you're trying to make,
0: you know, um, well, that's where the morals manball, come in, manball pig. <laughs> 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 that's where the morals come in. You may not want to create some of these things for these people, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and uh, you, you you might have to sort of uh, based on how where their eyes are going when they're talking to you, if they're flitting around, or based, if they're like sweating or something, you might be like, you know what, something suspicious. You're, I'm not going to make that for you. And of course the game is called Groom for Improvement. So <laughs> yeah, th- you're just juggling a lot. There's a lot to juggle, but when you get it right, you are giving someone their life partner.
0: Yeah, that's yep. it. You you get a little sort of aftermath situation or the the little denouement of how their life went mm-hmm. from that point onwards. Yeah, you, you, get, you-, you get the wedding photo that you get to put in your
2: you get to put in your album, you get yeah, any like of like um newspaper articles from <laughs> From, from the murders, like that the murders, that came the murder, with, yeah. yeah, and once you once you
1: successfully partner six people, and their and their marriages last for at least twenty years, then then you you win the game. That's the win state. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. 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 love it. But it's harder than what you think. <laughs> it's so hard because you might be because- a 19, you might be in nineteen years, and then all of a sudden that haunted right hand comes to, into play, <laughs> comes yep. back and just
0: <laughs> destroys that marriage. Yeah,
1: which is my favorite. We've all been there. Uh, yeah, which is my favorite Nick Cave song. Here comes the man with the haunted right hand. hand. (laughs) (laughs) With a haunted right hand. Another Australian? (gasps) Yep. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm not even meaning to.
1: I just, so many Australian references today.
0: We've just, you you just don't realize how much of an influence our culture has. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one, click.
1: And, of course, when you say 321 2, 1, click, we're all supposed to watch Adam Sandler's Click, the movie.
2: I'm starting right <laughs> yeah. now. And finished. Yeah, that was not as good as I remember. <laughs> I have the word. I don't know. Uh, I cried. <laughs>
1: I have the word wearing. Lipstick. Breathing.
0: Wow. This is a oh, little short this sentence. This is This is topical, actually, because this is around, like, wearing masks mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Is this... Are we starting a new trend where the lipstick goes on the outside? Of the mask. Of the mask. Uh, And you're... Do you play a, like, beauty... You're in a beauty salon, perhaps? Yeah, so you work at a beauty salon.
1: Let's see. Mm, Breathing, wearing lipstick. Okay. This
0: is a tough one.
1: This is a tough nut to crack. Breathing? It's a tricky
0: one. I'm, I'm picturing... You know, you've got people coming in with all their personal protective gear, mm-hmm. and they're saying, "Make me, make me pretty." Yeah, but you can't take it off because you don't want to. You know, you don't want to catch the the, the rona. Yeah. as we call it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and so it's really just it's all a, sort of an open artistic game where you can you use your different tools. You've got your lipstick. Yes, and on the outside yes, 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 yes. yes. And then it's it's sort of one of those, like, and then you share your best ones on Twitter. Yeah, I like that a lot. So, yeah, it starts
1: off, and it's, like, someone with, like, a basic sort of uh, scrubs mask almost, and you draw a little mouth and bottom of the nose, and that's, you know, yep. and, and appease them and make them feel good about themselves. And then it it works their, It works uh, uh, all the way up to, like, hazmat suits, <laughs> and you have to beautify that, and then it's, like, a total makeover, exactly. and it almost turns into, like, a pretty woman situation where, like, they're in the dressing room and they come out and model stuff for you, and you shake your head yes
2: or no. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I'm um, imagining the Twitch integration now that um, you know all all the Twitch uh, viewers get to get to vote on whether whether they
0: they give it a thumbs up or thumbs down.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: This this could be a Jackbox game almost. Yeah, if you just had, you, <laughs> yeah. You, you you're painting on the top of the of the people, uh, beautifying them. Yeah, and then yeah, you come up on the screen you get the votes.
1: And everyone like has that. different um, factors in terms of what they find aesthetically pleasing. So it's all over the board. I like this a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Completely subjective. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, during, for a, for a Hey Riddle Riddle Patreon live stream, I dressed up in drag with my fiance and I will say putting on like eyeliner is way more painful than I thought it would be. <laughs> Just in terms of, well, like, I
0: mean, he's basically digging a pencil into your eye, right? Yeah. Is it, where I was like, yeah.
1: oh, this is going to be easy. Like pop on some makeup and some blush and stuff. And then when I, when she was doing my eyes, I was like, this is the worst experience of my life. <laughs> But I've also had a pretty, pretty good life so far, so I, I could be a piece of shit,
0: <laughs> complaining about right, eye makeup. You check yeah. your privilege around that, and it's fine. And, you know.
1: That's any time someone comes to me and they're like, "Oh, like this is what's going on in my life," I'm like, "I had to wear eyeliner once," and they're like, "I wear it every day," and I'm like, "Well, must be, must be nice." <laughs> I've never experienced pain before. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
0: that was the first time. All right, I think we can move on from that one. Uh, Let's Uh, let's go again. Microwave splatter.
1: Ooh, and I have rise. R i s e. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So so rise microwave splatter. Here, I think we get into like a similar vein as we were before, where maybe you have to go to people's microwaves and sort of summon forth. some sort of creature, or demon, like
0: arise, arise, yes. splatter. But you're doing it through. Well, I, I feel like you're having. So it's it's picking the right ingredients then mm-hmm. to create your demonic being, um, and usually it involves yeast, I suppose, so that it will. That's always the final ingredient. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just
2: I'm just picturing that the the very early part of the game you're you're putting together like this penne panini to to rise the. To get the pasta witch to arise, mm-hmm. and then like it's it's sort of <laughs> like a callback to the other game, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's how she actually came into into the world. It was through the penne penne. I love this, this is her origin story. This is her origin story, and it's yes, yep. and mm-hmm. it's called altered yeast, and and <laughs> and
0: okay. we love that, and that
1: go, that goes uh, well. Um.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you've basically. So is this? I, I guess you've got your you've got your recipe book. Is it more a case of you've got your different ingredients that sort of have different aspects that you can then apply different attributes? Uh, Oh, actually, maybe this is, and Adil, you said you've been playing Slay the Spire. Maybe this is like a card, a collectible, like a deck building card game. And your cards are your ingredients. Ooh, I like that. So you're Mm. constructing these creatures to then fight your opponents. I love that. And there could even be
1: like a mini game or like a side quest where- you are given the outline of a splatter, hmm. and you have to try and play the cards with, uh, with the ingredients on it that would create that splatter in a microwave. Like if you put it yes. put it in a microwave for three minutes, that's the exact splatter pattern that would – it's almost like forensics <laughs> when they're looking at blood splatter. You know, <laughs> like, but, but like lead. Dexter, um, <laughs> yeah. and you had to figure out the exact uh, ratio or the exact ingredients that would create that splatter
0: if yeah, it Yeah, you it get overheated. like a color and, a, yeah. and an outline and it's like, okay, well, I definitely need, you know, this much yeast for this amount of time. Yeah. yeah for sure.
2: Yeah, it's definitely yeast splatter analysis. Um, <laughs> yes. are so you are you're a splatter day saint. Um, <laughs> that's your occupation
1: and that's fun. Um, yeah.
0: I like it. I, I almost feel like a Pokemon vibe coming in here as well, but instead of finding the creatures to collect it's yeah it's finding the recipes and the ingredients and and sort of that's how you get them into your little stable of fighters mm-hmm. uh it, then we can then we can create a whole little little story around it pokemon has a story right i've never played them
1: and they and uh the game developers which is us we also steal that to where it is gotta cook them all <laughs>
0: yes yeah and there's a little bit of litigation <laughs> but we eventually settle out of court and the different the different sort of um versions of the game that come out each time are, are different styles of cooking so you've mm-hmm. got like what did we say um splatter day saint splatter day saint french style and then you know uh, splatter day saint uh you know american american mm-hmm. american comfort mm-hmm. food yep i like it I would play the shit out of that. That'd be awesome. What
1: yeah. <laughs> What is, um, I'm going to, I'm, every once in a while, I'm going to, to use this opportunity to broaden my knowledge of Australia. What is an yeah. Australian comfort food?
0: Uh, there are a few. I mean, meat pies is sort of the yeah. classic. Okay. Sausage
1: roll. Yeah. Um, what's a sausage roll? I mean, I could, I could. <laughs> yeah. I could <laughs> put two together in terms of putting sausage inside a roll, but is there more to it than that? Oh yeah, it's a sausage roll is is like a
2: a. <laughs> it's it's weird to, weird to explain. <laughs> it's it. it's sausage sausage like meat.
0: It's not an actual like encased sausage. It's sausage yeah. meat. Okay, because like I'm I'm picturing stiff. like a hot dog,
1: but with a top on it. Like uh, uh, American hot dogs would be like a convertible. This would be a sedan yep.
2: where it's covering the top. <laughs> yeah. um, it so, is, but it's pastry gotcha. instead of like
0: a bun. Oh, yeah. That's nice. It's yeah, it's pastry.
2: It's um, it's almost like a mini meatloaf sort of mm-hmm. um, texture. Uh, mm. Just without any sauce, and then you put tomato sauce on top of it is really quite quite nice.
0: One uh, one comfort food that is technically Australian in that I think it was invented here or popularised here is the halal snack pack, which you get from like Lebanese, uh, oh yeah, like kebab places, yeah. Uh, but it's like, well, we call them chips, fries, yeah. Um, with cheese and then, uh, like, kebab meat. Yeah. Shawarma meat. Oh,
1: man. Um, and then, like... And
0: then sauces. Sauces then, on top. Then, yeah. That sounds it's fucking good. delicious. I, I mean... It is. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the closest thing you can get to poutine here, which yeah. I lived in Canada for six years and really missed. Poutine
1: so. so tasty. I'm... Uh, my dad is Middle Eastern. He's Palestinian. So, growing up, I he would cook Middle Eastern food all the time. So, anytime. Yep. Like, every few weeks, I get this insane craving for Middle Eastern food, and what you just described mm-hmm. sounds unbelievable. So good. Yeah, so and, good. and
2: the the fries aren't those, those like, thin things. They're the thick. Yeah, like thick, thick fries. Is there a popular trend in terms of, like, is there a style of food that's
1: rampant in Australia? Like, is there... We kind of steal from every other culture, right? Okay. Because I, I, I went to... to... <laughs> yeah. I was just in, uh, like, a year ago, I was in uh, Copenhagen, and there was, like, a taco boom where an, right. enough chefs had gone over there to like to bring Mexican food to where it was like a yeah. it was like a boom or they're having a moment so I was just curious if if Australia has something like that
0: We definitely have a lot of there is a lot of Middle East like a lot of Lebanese there's a big Lebanese community yeah. so there's a lot of uh, uh kebabs and sh- shawarma and stuff sort of sort of thing there's a lot of um Vietnamese immigrants so in certain areas you get a lot of that uh, Some banh
2: mi and pho Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, Especially in the city.
0: Yeah, in the city especially. Uh, And then, I mean, we've got pizza and Italian stuff. everywhere. But it's very, I don't know, it's very localized, I guess you'd say, (laughs) for the most part. Although there is a big Italian community here too. Yes.
1: Well, Ben, Trev, thank you so much for coming on Tasty Talk. I'm out (laughs) or (laughs) five. Do you guys have anything you want (laughs) to (laughs) plug? All
0: right. All right. We will move on. Um, Let's do, I think we've got time for one more and then we'll- Finish it up? Perfect. Alright. Three, two, one, and click. Oh, woodwind.
1: Okay, I have experience and I have honor. Oh,
0: okay. okay.
1: Woodwind, honor, experience.
0: Honor Honor makes me think of like is this is some like knights of the woodwind or something. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Ooh. Yeah. You've got some traveling or like the yeah, the knights for the king who Use their <laughs> recorders and their <laughs> clarinets to. I I
1: legitimately love this. So they're so it's like an ancient sect. They're almost like the Knights of Templar, but their mm. their weapon is music. So it's almost like a Pied Piper situation. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. And so it is, it's like an ancient order through history, uh, a sect. I just watched The Old Guard last night on Netflix, so I'm, this is in my, fresh in my mind. <laughs> so, um, you have to learn almost like Zelda in the, in, uh, Ocarina of Time. You have to learn all the songs to the Ocarina. To, yep. To,
0: yes. Yeah. You have to, l- they all have different effects. Yeah. Yep.
1: You have to learn all these ancient melodies. In order to uh, move stuff or in order to unlock new areas yeah. and- or have someone fall asleep
2: or have someone even follow you like the Pied Piper. Yeah. And- oh, so this, this is very much a Metroidvania in, mm-hmm. in, the, mm-hmm. in the fact that the whole world is almost open from the start, but you just can't access certain areas because mm-hmm. um, you don't have the- um- Either the right instrument or the right song.
0: Yeah. The right melody. Yeah, that's cool. And of course,
1: you start and you already know hot cross buns, and that and that feeds you. So anytime your health is low, you're just like and boom, you have some health back. But but just drop some buns. Yeah, the reason they give that to you is because after a while, you're like. I'm almost dead, but I don't want to hear that fucking song. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just. You, it starts to damage you yeah, as well. After yeah, you start yeah. to take. It's almost like, uh, what was that?
2: Psychic damage. What was that?
1: <laughs> was it GameCube? Um There's a game that fucked with you where, like, it would look like there's a fly on the screen. and you, Oh, uh, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness, yeah. 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 So there, yeah. there's an element of that where you have, like, your, your sort of insanity meter or your,
2: you know. I like that a lot. <laughs> yep. That's cool. Cool. Oh, okay. So I'm just, just wondering some of the other songs. I think you've got like green sleeves. Oh yes. Um, And that would, that would literally change your, your outfit.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. That's, you can use it as a disguise. Do you, you've got sort of the livery of the yeah. opponent or <laughs> Yeah. you get, so you get, you get like a side. ghillie suit.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you learn green, you, to start, you know, hot cross buns, you can learn green sleeves, you can learn brown pants, you can learn, uh, <laughs> brown pants is just, yeah, it's got a brown, the brown, the brown, brown at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you learn
0: black boots, uh, you learn undershirt, um, little hat. Those are all good. <laughs> you just have to play an entire, entire symphony just to get dressed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I what like are we that. so what are the knights of woodwind's um fighting
1: against? Is it is it like they are? are people f- like dancing less and
2: less at weddings or what's the we have to create um, some I'm, sort of conflict or issue. I think they're going up against the stringed menace. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For control of the orchestral playing. Yeah, so yeah,
1: you're yeah. playing a knight of the woodwinds, his name is Reed. Um and you Yeah, you have to take <laughs> apart the strings because they're because they have um risen to the top. I love that. Yeah. Yep.
0: Led led by the evil viola. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love that. That's cool.
0: And so they I mean they've got I feel like they're in power because, I mean, they've got the cooler instruments, right? They've got guitars and violins, fiddle, you know, fiddle playing and stuff. Whereas, uh, is the saxophone count as a... I don't think that even counts as win, does it? Well, it has a... Oh, there are some... It has, it's a, got a it read in a reed. So, Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so, we've got Kenny G on our side, but...
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: weird, weird. There's no doubt in my mind we'll win. Oh, we've got Ian <laughs> Anderson as well with a... um.
0: With the flute, I'm pretty sure that's- There you go. And also woodwind. So, the final battle is Kenny G versus Santana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and just a big epic- So, I want
2: to go down deeper into how do you actually play these songs? Is it is it kind of like Zelda where you have to actually remember the melody? So, you have to actually um, enter in the different values or is it- Or is more- it like Guitar
0: Hero style where you have to hit the notes as they come down the screen <laughs> once you know it?
1: I think it'd be pretty fun to to drop like 160 bucks on a like a a controller that's a <laughs> recorder. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that, that would that need air to go through, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it just sounds terrible. Um <laughs> and that, I, I think that's great cuz that's also you have to you're the underdog. Cuz it's like how is someone you know, like there's a level called uh cello from the other side, and you have to face off against this <laughs> cellist, and it's like how is someone with a recorder playing hot cross buns gonna beat this cellist you know, so there's a lot of uh, rooting for the underdog you have to kind of pull yourself up from from um yeah the recorder
2: to maybe gain other instruments like you get a an oboe and and whatnot cool i i'm I'm just imagining like you've <laughs> you've got like the controller embedded. You know, the typical PlayStation controller embedded in, into this woodwind instrument so you can still move around. And then every to now you to attach it on yet. the top, uh-huh, uh-huh. you bring it up like a flute and you, you're just still using it here. And of course, <laughs> I mean, the side. Of course, the game is a critical
1: hit, and uh, that controller is the um, worst selling controller of all time in gaming
2: history. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we get a lot of warranty returns when people get too much spit in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't think that one through. <laughs> there's no valve. <laughs> so doing, there's there's no valve additions. at no. all. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes
1: straight onto the circuit board. But the game is made by Valve, and so people are happy about that. <laughs> I mean,
2: people are
0: happy when Valve eventually releases anything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. But the problem with Valve doing it is it means that we'll, we may get a sequel, but that's it. Like you <laughs> don't go any further than that. So that the whole, um, you know, Knights of the Woodwind is is lost to time dead in the water um, yeah i mean i am just picturing this beautiful uh 3d environment yeah. that um you're you're sort of heading into into an area and you start hearing the strings just sort of <laughs> walk through pointingly. The cave. Yeah.
1: yeah and it, it, there are the different worlds so obviously the strings are like what we're up against as the main enemy but starting off you you there are like um Percussion. There's a percussion land and you have to beat them in the brass, you know, the brass area. Yeah.
0: Oh, and and your, your, your initial call is you have to go and see the conductor. Yes. And he gives you your quest. Yes. Um, and the name of the game lives
1: up in a cave. Yes. And the name of the game is Warchestra. Um, that's orchestra <laughs> with the word war in front of it. And that's good. Uh, yeah. And the, the conductor is, you're literally following his orders.
2: Yeah. yeah so if yeah. the secret final boss if you if you do all the things kind of like a um kind of like a bloodborne or dark souls in the fact that the the conductor itself is actually the secret boss of the game mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's actually try um i mean he orchestrated the whole thing so yes yeah. <laughs> 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 and yeah and his his MO is like
1: uh you get all the credit and i'm i'm up here with my back to the crowd like fuck you you know so there's there's some <laughs> issues there yeah i like this I think of all our games, this one has has the most legs. Oh, definitely. It. Well, definitely. I guess I guess uh, groom for improvement will have the most
2: legs in number of legs. Yes.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I think we'll finish it up there, Adol, Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me and for indulging my terrible ideas. Oh God, no! It was good. It was good. Uh, I think we we came up with some some games there that. You know, someone's going to steal those ideas. Mm-hmm, I hope mm-hmm. and go ahead and make them because I want to play them. Yes, please. Yeah. The, the the whole thing is with this
2: podcast that we we decided to create this podcast because we don't have the time to create these things. Even though we've got some of the skill to actually create games, we don't have the time. We've got we've got kids and young families, and so we want to see these games exist. See, that's interesting because I have the time but not the skill. <laughs>
0: if only <laughs> were things we could trade I know nothing about uh,
1: you know uh, video game design but I have so much time on my hands so so maybe yeah off the podcast we'll figure
0: it out Yeah. alright <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, Adal, where can our listeners find you online and on the social media things yeah
1: so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adalrafi that's spelled A-D-A-L-R-I-F-A-I And then as I mentioned, check out Hello from the Magic Tavern and Hey Riddle Riddle, uh, two podcasts I do and, um, hopefully you enjoy those.
0: Yep. And if you want to find us online, you can go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. All of our episodes are up there. Uh, we are also part of the 8-bit collective, a network of like-minded podcasts around pop culture and gaming. We are also part of the
2: australasian gaming podcast network it's a network of australasian gaming podcasts so go check them out at agp network on twitter or the australasian gaming podcast network on facebook and finally we'd like to thank kuridas for the song Mantafines off of the album containment failure and sorry and we would love to thank the band
1: sticks for their cover of <laughs> we did start the fire which will play post-credits <laughs>
0: Yes, we'll point that in
2: there. So <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger.
2: I'm Trevor Scott.
1: I'm Adam Refai, and I will say, if you have the time and interest, I would love to see some fan art of these game titles, as if it's a, a game you could purchase online. <laughs> yeah, show us some screenshots. <laughs> <laughs>